Anime Death Spiral, the only anime podcast you can purchase directly through your brain chip. Welcome back. We are talking anime. Surprised? I sure am. You are? You shouldn't be. Because we watched a bunch of anime. I, I watched a little bit of anime. I read some anime. I read a little bit of anime, uh, still reading through 20th Century Boys, still <laughs> chugging through that one. I'm going to get there eventually. Uh, uh, you know, lots of new stuff has been coming out, so I've been getting distracted. But um, I want to talk about anime-ass anime right now, because uh, we both watched anime when I was uh, up there hanging out with you in your weird little basement where you've got your projector set up. We watched that horrible Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Um, and that reminded me of something really weird that exists, which is Disney anime. You're familiar with this concept. I am familiar with the concept. I'm, I, I know the one that you want to talk about today. Uh, I, I'm not sure if, if there is any that exists beyond that, you know. Oh, there are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey. There's a whole kaleidoscope. Because the so first of all, you didn't watch it. I thought you were gonna. I ended up. I watched an episode of the Stitch anime, the anime <laughs> yeah. adaptation of uh, spinoff of Lilo and Stitch that came out in like two thousand eight. No, I didn't want to watch that. It looked like trash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> well, not interesting. I'm interested in the phenomenon, but I don't want to watch that shit. Okay, but before we get into that, uh, what other Disney anime adaptations do you know that exist? Uh, and, like, are you counting the Star Wars ones that, that just came out? Yeah, sure. I, I count the Star Wars ones. I mean, that is, that is some legit-ass anime that yeah but you know it's not disney it, owns it's disney owned it's not like disney like you know what i mean you mean like disney princess type shit well yeah it's, i mean it's not one of the uh feature length animated movies that they are known for uh yeah sure sure i mean obviously like there were japanese studios that did work on um some of those Winnie the Pooh, uh, lesser known uh, spinoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the weird sequels, like uh, you know, they made a couple of those Aladdin sequels. What well, else? I mean, uh, that's all kind of part of the popular trend from the '80s and '90s of shipping the animation labor overseas. That was just it was cheaper to hire Japanese studios at that point. Yes, yes, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. That's uh, not anime, though. But you don't count that because it doesn't have the anime look. Well, does does Stitch have the anime look? I oh, know yeah, it looks no, more it's anime. Full, it's full anime. Yeah? Yeah. The, the Disney characters, um, of which the only ones they retain uh, are, are the alien ones, those retain the Disney designs pretty much, uh, you know, faithfully. But, <laughs> but everything else... Uh, they it is it is anime it is anime anime um, anime anime yeah uh, I'm not okay. exactly sure what other show to liken it to but uh, it definitely has all of the classic affectations again that quote like uh, I can't define pornography but I know it when I see it <laughs> I know it when I see it well I know that it was made well you watched episode one season I, I could one. only get one through. First of all, there's three seasons. 
Uh, so this was popular with somebody. I could only get through oh, for sure. one episode because for the life of me, I could not find the subbed version in Japanese. I had to watch the American dub, which is uh, laughable. Um, I, I really had hoped that you had watched at least the first episode too, so so we could talk about that because it comes off similar in quality and pacing to like those Yu-Gi-Oh or Dragon Ball abridged like YouTube series. It's that bad, really? It's really bad. Like they don't even try to word ma- to to word match uh, the mouth movements now. It- can you swear to me that you're saying this from an objective place and not simply from an anti-dub uh, place? No, I've... I, okay, I've made it no secret how I feel about dubs overall. I admit that there are some out there that they're decent and watchable, even. We've mentioned a few before, yes. I mean, you know, the Cowboy Bebop, as far as dubs go, is a pretty dang faithful uh, adaptation of what those characters would talk like with with English uh, dialogue, <laughs> I think. sure whatever that whatever that means yeah (laughs) whatever that means uh no this was bad this was really bad and it also seemed like it was uh maybe undirected um these maybe they did the voiceover live just over the episode playing like for (laughs) the voice actors yeah not unprecedented really um, so first of all, the setup for this show is wild. It takes place in an alternate universe, uh, in anime world. It's not a sequel? Well, it is a sequel. So the very first scene in the first episode is Stitch flying away from from the space police, I guess. because From he, Hawaii. Well, no, he's left Hawaii because it takes place in the future where, where Lilu is grown up like with a boyfriend and a kid and so stitch is like fuck that i'm out and leaves the planet oh my god and gets sucked into a black hole where he gets transported to an alternate earth that is anime and he like crash lands in okinawa okay so it's an alternate universe okinawa yes but it alternate in in strictly the sense that he is now in in anime world not disney world Wait, so are you implying, when you say that, are you implying that the orig- the first scenes where he's leaving Lilu uh, is like Disney Animation World? Uh, that is what I can only surmise. They don't show anybody but the alien characters. We don't see okay, any okay. human designs to verify. But he okay. does get sucked into a black hole and says, oh no, I'm getting sucked into another dimension. And then and then he crash lands in modern day Okinawa. Wow. Yeah. Well, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Uh, there he meets a, a, a little Okinawan girl uh, who practices karate and she's kind of a tomboy. Naturally. Like, yeah. Uh, oh, and there's a evil hamster, I believe, that is like the main villain. There's an evil hamster? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, they call him Dr. Hamster. He's an alien that looks like a hamster. Yeah, his job is to send uh, alien threats down to Earth to mess with uh, Stitch and Yuna, uh, is the new girl's name. That makes no sense to me. Yeah, no, it's wild. Um, why'd you make me watch this? Because <laughs> it's weird. It's weird shit. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, 
is the animation good at least i don't know no it's it's awful they don't do a good job with the animation no it's stiff, even though it's, it's madhouse even though it's madhouse See, I thought, okay, the reason I, I was interested in the first place was because it was a Lilo and Stitch show directed by, not directed, but pr- created by Madhouse. Now, and I was here's, like, that sounds now here's wild. something again. I have to reiterate, I did not watch the, I did, could not find the original Japanese audio. And so maybe there was some heavy editing uh, in terms of uh, uh, like actual animation flow to make the audio sync up better to mouth movements uh, because there are like straight up like like jerk frames where it's like moving at 12 frames per second so that oh, great so that it can linger on uh the english dialogue longer oh no yeah that's so bad it's really bad wow well that's <laughs> how unfortunate uh Lilo and stitch is like all things considered, like one of the one of the better ones uh, of the Disney canon, I gotta say, it's one of my fondly remembered. I like it because it has one of the more stylistic and memorable, uh, you know, art direction takes out of all those modern uh, Disney animated films. You know, and it was because oh, it's got a weird little gremlin. Well, yeah, it's got a weird little gremlin, but you know, it also it comes like right at the tail end of when they stopped doing like traditionally 2d animated like high production movies right the last one was princess and the frog and that tank yeah skip that one sorry hey i mean you know i liked it if not just for keith david he carries that movie sure keith david rocks yeah he fucking rolls he's he's great i love him yeah i don't know it's it's i thought this would maybe have a better chance honestly i think i maybe i just had high hopes because of the madhouse thing but now that i'm thinking about it uh, Madhouse definitely did do some real questionable shit. Hey, they need a paycheck uh, just like everybody else, man. You know, Madhouse needs paychecks. I totally get it. But, you know, did you ever watch Snoop Dogg's uh, Hood of Horror? <laughs> no. <laughs> you didn't watch that? No. Okay, so this is one of, one of the things I remember from that Wait, movie. Wait, did Madhouse that, animate that too? Uh, Madhouse helped... Uh, animate parts of that movie oh no way (laughs) yeah yeah uh and the disney collection the disney connection i think i was making is because they did do a bunch of those marvel animation do you remember those uh yeah the marvel animes the various ones yes they did like a there was an x-men anime that was kind of popular um there was a very famous wolverine anime yes yeah i think that's the one wolverine and the x-men yeah and he it really sucks really sucks bad unfortunately <laughs> logan should really thrive in an anime uh environment but they really dropped the ball I, it's hard to describe exactly what makes the wolverine anime suck shit but you're gonna have to trust me here because i really do not recommend going and watching it it's a real waste of time yeah it's i i can't believe that they didn't you know, I haven't seen it. Maybe they did, but I feel like that's pretty ripe to lean into his whole, like, uh, he had that very famous arc in the 80s that maybe Frank Miller did. Uh, don't quote me on that. Don't fact check me. Oh, God. Um, oh, God. Where <laughs> where he, like, goes to Japan and studies Bushido to, like, uh, control his violent anger problem. <laughs> yes yes which they eventually made into oh shit which one was that that, was, made, just, they that actually, was just the wolverine 
the Wolverine, right? Yeah. When they were doing that horrible trend where they were just calling things the yes, uh, right before Logan, which they had stripped it even further down. No, that was like I want to say maybe five or six years before Logan came out, dude. Right, right, but they didn't do one in between. It was Wolverine Origins, then the Wolverine, then Logan. Well, yeah, so he had like a cameo, I think, in that first class movie. Um, but that was really more of a wink and a nod. So no, uh, they didn't do. Oh yes, the 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 famous scene where uh, uh, they go into the bar and he tells them to fuck themselves. Hey, you really know these movies? You must love them. I I really know these movies. Uh, also, he is in the time travel one where he goes back to the the seventies. I think. Oh yeah, that was between that and uh, and Logan. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it. That one was kind of fun, I have to admit. That's the one with uh, that great Quicksilver sequence, if I could catch time in a bottle. Wait, well, they they pulled that twice. So they did that, and I think in the first movie, whichever the first movie that Quicksilver shows up in, um, they do the uh, Sweet Dreams sequence. Yes, I like the, the time in a bottle one better, to be honest. Maybe because I just like the song better. Do you ever see the Muppets show episode where they do that song? No. Oh, fantastic rendition. I got to look that up. I love I love the Muppets. I love the Muppets. I love that song. It's I great. love that Evan Peters. Uh, love that Evan Peters. Quicksilver, Evan baby. Peters, Evan Peters fucking rocks, dude. He, he's totally underrated. Totally I underrated. I don't think that he is underrated. Let's not uh, <laughs> uh, say that. Okay, well, Chris Pratt is getting huge, massive fucking Marvel movie leads. And meanwhile, Evan Peters is sitting here getting what? Quicksilver cameos? He fucking dies in that second first class movie. Fucking sucks. What the fuck? Yeah, well, I mean, he's like a producer and major character in all of those American Horror Story seasons. And he he deserves it because he worked his ass off. on He's those great. Shows. I love him. He's fucking great. And a lot of those those seasons that he's on uh, suck shit. Uh, <laughs> but he's 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 fucking acting no, his mean, ass I'm not, off. I've not, I'm not going to say that I've been a consistent fan of every season of that show. It's hard to be uh, because it swings so wildly in in writing oh, and, and what he tries to cover. Um, uh, you remember love- the the. All- the one where he plays the incel. Uh, wait, you mean the cult one where he where he starts the incel cult? Yeah, he lives in that, his mom's uh, basement. That was the la- That was actually the last season that I watched because it's it got too <laughs> close to home. They were doing that like right <laughs> after the fucking 2016 election, uh, and I was like, all right, I get it, guys. That's a little uh, may we may we take this thing a little bit more seriously now? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was like. Please pull back a little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, you know what I was thinking of with this Disney shit? Uh. You know, Kingdom Hearts is not the only Japanese Disney uh, video game. Uh, wait, know- are you talking about that? Uh, are you talking about the prince uh, or the, the, the sexy villain like dating sim? Yes. Yeah. Hell yes. Oh, Villain World. Yes. No, Twisted Wonderland. Twisted Wonderland. Yeah, baby. There yeah, baby. were uh, all kinds of posters and advertisements galore for that uh, around Tokyo when I was there uh, a few weeks ago. Oh, is ago. it still popular? It, oh, it's huge. Because um, uh, it's like a few years old now. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's still going strong. Um, you know, there's like a dedicated uh, section of the subway line that just goes to Disneyland. 
and all along the uh, indoor corridors when you're walking between trains there uh, plastered with uh, with posters for Twisted Wonderland. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. It was really fun trying to look at the designs and figure out which v- villain they were adapting because it is not clear a lot of the time. Uh, they take some you couldn't figure heavy it out? liberties uh, turning those, turning that sh- uh, Bishoujo Ray on those villains. Oh yeah, do they do they fully yassify like every Disney character? Uh, not everyone, but uh, the ones I've like, they get pretty granular uh, with the ones I've seen. Like the shark from Little Mermaid was one. Cool. Um, I don't remember that guy's name. I know that I've seen uh, Scar is in the game. Yeah, you know, Scar's in there. Because um, there's nothing sexier than Jeremy Irons. Uh, Hades is in there because there's nothing nothing sexier than uh, than James Woods. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Everybody says this constantly. Uh, you know what's really sad to me is that um, the, the, the chick from Snow White is in there. But uh, she's just called, like, Witch. <laughs> like, I, I don't think they ever gave her a name. No, that's uh, that's dope. That's funny. Isn't isn't that fucked up? Yeah, it's messed up, man. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a picture, real quick. We're just gonna take a quick aside, and you try and identify uh, who all the villains are here. Okay, okay, yeah. Send me a picture. I'll 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 probably ace this because I'm really good at this. All right, all right. So, boy one, he's got a tan. He's got a tribal tattoo. He's got a, a tooth necklace and. Uh, cat ears. So this is obviously Scar. Yep. Yeah, that one's uh, pretty obvious. It's gotta be Scar. Okay, the next guy. This is sort of, he's got kind of a feminine face, uh, ashy, uh, kind of sandy colored hair. He's wearing a crown. Uh, he's got a purple, red, green, uh, gold color scheme. Uh, I want to say this is, shit, is this the, is this evil witch? Which evil witch? evil witch <laughs> uh from uh snow white yeah no you're right that it's the evil queen from snow white okay cool 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 okay next one is very obvious we've got a dude he's got a black and green kind of uh color scheme got sort of a bizarre almost uh biker uh biker outfit but like more extra than that big giveaway here though between his strange um what is that a flight attendant hat he's got two curvy ass horns that's obviously maleficent in boy dragon form we've got the blue flame boy he's uh he's the emo looking boy that's obviously hades and this last one is really throwing me though we've got like kind of a uh purple pinkish hair with the with the black and green of maleficent but I guess this can't be Maleficent because we already had Maleficent. Uh, is this like well, Maleficent Two? Is this a Maleficent variant or something? He's got like a belt, a belt so girdle. What I'm actually learning here, what I'm looking at, is uh, these. It's it's a Hogwarts system. Sorry to invoke that, but uh, uh, they have school houses and multiple characters embody the traits of each of those houses that are based off the villains. Oh my god. So we got three different scars, baby. Uh, we have three different Ursulas. <laughs> um, Hell yeah. Yeah. Five different uh, Queen of Hearts. 
Uh, all sexy anime boys. Okay, so who are we missing? We gotta have a Jafar in there somewhere, right? I mean, who's sexier than Jafar? Oh yeah, here, hold on. You can see for yourself. Oh, there is a Jafar? Oh yeah. Oh, I wanna see Jafar. We got two different Jafars to choose from. Okay, let's look Let's look at the houses. Okay, you've linked me to the houses. We've got an Alice in Wonderland house, a Lion King house, Little Mermaid house, Aladdin house, mm-hmm. uh, a Diaz, Diasomnia dorm. That's Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty, the Hercules house, the Snow White house, and something called the School Staff, which is uh, kind of a cop-out, if you ask me. Okay, this guy's name. I clicked on on the on the Scarabia dorm, <laughs> and I'm immediately presented by two uh, very and uh, uh, how could I describe these looks? Um, uh, Hungry-looking anime boys. One is called Kalim Al Asim, and the other one is called Jamil Viper. So I'm already calling bullshit. This is a little intense for me. Um, this is absolutely huge still. I can see why. I can absolutely see why. And it's a gotcha game, buddy. Okay, that's pretty dope, though. Uh, all right. Okay, well, let's move on then. Uh, I was hoping maybe there'd be something redeeming in that Lilo and Stitch thing, but uh, I guess the, the redeeming thing is that uh, now we can get really into Twisted Wonderland. We can, like, make that our identity for a little while. Gotta love a gut. You always have to have, like, an active uh, gotcha game in your life. Or else, what do you, what do we, what are you doing, really? Okay, well, that's, uh, I'm, uh, I'm thoroughly Disney-fied. I'm gonna go download Twisted Wonderland on my phone right now. Uh, and I cannot wait, uh, to pick what, uh absolutely sexied up Disney villain I'm gonna fall in love with you know once you start falling in love with sexy anime boys you can't stop uh it's an endless cycle okay well let's take a break so I can uh, go put together my Disney Sona Okay, guys, I've worked out uh, the Disney from my system. Uh, I had to uh, cut my finger and squeeze it out. Uh, I lost a little bit of blood, but uh, I think I'm still cogent enough uh, to move on to our next segment. Uh, Finally, finally, Nate has come through. You read my prescribed trash rom-coms. Is that correct? Yes, I may. Thank God, finally. I read, as promised, I read at least one chapter for everything. Uh, I read much more than one chapter for a few of these uh, because it turns out that they were actually good and and not trash, Uh, but we'll get into that. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, you you could say they're good all you want, but you cannot say they're not trash. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm about to raise an objection there. Uh, well, uh, all right, let's let's start with the first one on this list that you gave me. Uh, listeners, uh, longtime listeners will remember a couple episodes back when we went over this initially. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what do we got here? We got uh, G- uh, Jigo Kuren, uh, Death Life slash Love in Hell. Now, hold on. Which one? Did you read both of them? Uh, no, I read the first chapter of Love in Hell. Okay, I believe that is uh, the sequel. So you started with number two. Okay, whoops. It uh, doesn't matter. If that's true, uh, the second one's better than the first one anyway. So, uh, yeah. What, uh, what What did you think? <laughs> uh, I mean, it was okay. Um, I don't know. Uh, I didn't like the art that much. I'm, I'm looking at it again now. Uh, the overall premise, like a guy uh, who, by his, his own admission, he's like, well, I, I never I, ne- I never committed any crime, so I must be going to heaven, right? Uh, he wakes up in hell after, after dying from getting drunk and falling off his balcony. Uh, and, <laughs> uh, uh, and, and he meets... He gets uh, isekai'd, but he gets isekai'd to hell. Yeah, which is very funny. Yeah. Which is a good bit. I, I guess going to heaven or hell really is the the ultimate isekai experience when you think about it. Catholic isekai. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he meets he he meets a cute uh, demon uh, girl demon. I don't know if she's a succubus or is she just a girl demon. No, she's just a demon. They're they're assigned to each sufferer uh, as their torturer, their personal torturer. Yeah. Uh, why why it has to be a cute anime girl? I'm not sure. But, it's just uh, how it goes. Uh, yeah, it seems to be mostly like a like a gag comic. He does something stupid or horny, and and she uh, uh, levies some kind of grotesque punishment upon him. Well, so the idea, right, is that uh, through suffering, you can kind of work off your 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 mortal debt. Oh, so it is a Catholic isekai. Yeah, it is very much Catholic in that way. But also, uh, suffering is also transferred basically into their currency. So, like, uh, he starts off naked, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, he has to suffer quite a lot before he can buy himself a pair of underwear. So a lot of newbies in hell don't even have clothes yet, and they have to kind of, like, take their suffering as it goes. Uh, no, there's a very funny gag where where he decides to cover up uh, his nakedness with an iPod. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, firmly planting it in uh, in time. Yeah. Talk about dated. Did they get, uh, in the first few chapters that you read, did they do any of the, like, the really intense gore shit? Uh, yeah, so, you know, they, in the very first chapter, like... They have him see another dude that's in hell being tortured by another uh, cute demon girl, and he keeps doing horny shit, and then she uh, tears off his skin. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I got the vibe. Yeah, I really like those. I, I think, you know, I've, I realize that's probably off-putting <laughs> for some people. I happen to think that's incredibly funny. I love the attention to detail that they put in for no reason. There's no... Uh, there's no reason to ghost that extra with the gore in that comic, but I appreciate the dedication. You know, I think that's true craftsman. Uh, yeah, I like that one. That was pretty good. Uh, I like the next one on the list a lot more, uh, and that's the uh, Do Chokyu Kureshi uh, X Kanojo. Yes, yes. Overly honest boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, that is very funny. I like that entire setup. It's good. It's good. Uh, a dude who Jim Carrolly. K 
cannot <laughs> cannot tell a lie or be dishonest in any circumstance. Okay, hold on, hold on, because when you say Jim Carroly, that implies it's being coerced. He is not being coerced. He's just like that. Okay, no, you're right. It's more of a Jim Carrey and yes man yes. kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and the girl who has a crush on him and uh I, I didn't quite get it from the first chapter but is she also incredibly honest no she is not it's just him she's pretty much uh just a regular girl who is inspired to be more honest by him i think as I think should that's... we all you know i yes. think it's a good message i agree i agree let's take let's take uh his example to heart and um be oversharers. Uh, I I would put that on a uh, do recommend list. Check that one out. I like that one a lot. You know, I the, I I have to say I I like the ones I recommended for the most part. I I don't recommend shit that I think sucks. Like that's just not my that's not my bag, baby. That is a honorable stance to take. You could have given me a lot of a lot of worse stuff, I suppose. Yeah, I could have just fucking machine gunned stupid bad shit there's an ocean of that but i chose i chose the cream of the crop of bad stupid shit (laughs) okay that one's fun what what else what else did you read uh i read several chapters i think like maybe eight or nine chapters of virgin extinction island yes now this one is pretty pretty bizarre this is just having a good time you don't i don't see this a lot in anime where it's just straight up like goofball uh you know i hesitate to say this but almost like south park energy you know <laughs> uh it's better than south park definitely better than south park way better than south park but it's very funny you, you you know what i mean right it's being intentionally irreverent at, at every at every turn yeah it's goofing it's goofing it up yeah it's it's goofing it's very funny. Best uh depiction of a US president since Baki. One hundred percent. One of the funniest things I've ever seen in a manga. Uh when okay, so when the US military shows up out of nowhere and the PM is just like, We didn't approve intervention. No, that's uh uh after after uh a mysterious virus starts uh taking the lives of virgins uh who reached the age of 18 only only male virgins only male virgins yes uh, females are spared uh and let's not get into the the gender binary of it all <laughs> that's that's we don't have to it doesn't think about it too hard okay uh it doesn't think about a lot of things too hard <laughs> Yeah, United States President Donald Trump declares a complete travel ban on all Japanese people. (laughs) (laughs) Again, dating it. And yes, the way he is drawn, cross-eyed and drooling, is like one of the funniest things. Uh, Yeah, I really really like that one. It's so fucking stupid. And uh, it truly, it truly manages to sidestep um, without without being a coward about it, it does manage to sidestep the very obvious pitfall of this um, concept. I think you can, if you think about it for even two seconds, you can probably put it together. Uh, how desperate seventeen-year-old uh, boys who haven't fucked uh, might be if they're going to die. Uh, you know, um, let's just say that it doesn't go that way. It doesn't go 
that way. It, it could go a lot of ways, but it doesn't go that way. Um, it doesn't go that way, so don't worry, okay? I personally really like that it takes the stance that uh, it, it's very clear that the virus is only killing uh, like horrible dudes. Like... It, <laughs> piece of shit guys it, it's not it, like i think what the vibe i'm getting is that the virus is not tar targeting virgins it's targeting incels uh well i mean i think uh that there is a there is a, a subtextual element <laughs> there uh, <laughs> the, the, the incel virus yes yeah. It proves fatal. It's it's a very funny concept, and it is taken to its its logical extremes in in a in a, a honest way. I I really like that one. Yeah, no, give that one a give that one a shot. It's great. Sure. <laughs> what well, what do you got on the next? Uh, this one I only this one I only read one chapter of the uh, Mato Sehe no Slave. Who boy? <laughs> yeah, you're into this one, huh? Who boy? Now this one, uh. You know what? It's hard to say that I am into it. Uh, I'd rather not even admit to having read it. But like I said, we are, we are all taking uh, overly honest boyfriends example to yeah, heart no, full and being honest, being fully transparent, being fully honest. I have read probably over 80 chapters of <laughs> Magical Slave Unit. Uh, uh, <laughs> the concept. Look, if you read the first chapter, the concept is so brazen it slaps you in the face uh with one of the most bizarre and truly offensive concepts <laughs> that exist currently in the uh, rom-com dare i say etchy space that i just had to know i had to know okay i so fuck you i i read a bunch of this comic that sucks it sucks and it's not good yeah yeah no i got that vibe that's why i only read one chapter <laughs> <laughs> I hey no it's listen there were stuff I liked about it it had a cool art style you know uh well you can't say that about a lot of stuff like you know uh, just being honest like there it has a, a cool art, art style there. yes uh, uh yes. weren't slouching weren't slouching in a style uh category so no no it's no got good points art. there um yes uh, it is in fact the content that I find offensive <laughs> 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 uh what part which part <laughs> uh well i mean i don't know exactly how far it stretches the concept of the overall premise of the oh i'll tell you <laughs> but uh for for those who don't know it essentially is it takes place in a world where like demon dimension like pockets just kind of randomly open up every now and then and monsters come in and and kill people um and there is a paramilitary unit of sexy anime girls that have superpowers now why are they only girls nate well uh so there's like magical peaches i guess that grow in the demon dimension mm, that if you yeah, eat magic them, peach yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you eat that if a girl eats them she gets superpowers yeah. uh, they don't do right. anything for dudes um, so first off, this is already taking place in like an alternate universe where uh, modern gender dynamics are are flipped, but you know, in like a trashy titty anime way. Yeah, 
Uh, like um, almost like women become powerful and men become submissive. Yeah. Yeah. That keeps popping mm. up as a theme. Yeah. Like women are dominant and men are uh, submissive to them. Uh, and and one of these sexy, magical, demon-fighting anime girls, like her superpower is if she, quote-unquote, enslaves somebody, uh, she can empower <laughs> that person with, like, amazing fighting abilities. And and our main dude, who is a, you know, your classic uh, nobody of a person, as is the standard anime uh, pro tag flair. Hey, he's got some personality traits. Like his sister went missing. Sure. Okay. He's sad about that. He has a family. <laughs> Great character. He's also good at cleaning uh, and cooking. Is he good at that? I can't remember. Do they establish that? It's just like the qualities yeah, that he has. He 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 is essentially a house husband. Okay. Uh, well, uh, fair play to submissive. Him. Submissive. Yeah, classic, classic submission. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, that made me feel gross. I don't want to. I don't talk like that, people. I don't. I don't talk like that in my regular life. Uh, now, now, what happens when she compels him to be her her slave? Uh, she discovers that you know, uh, in in classic anime fashion, uh, he's the best at being her slave, and he has the most slave powers when when she's empowering him. <laughs> you can't you can't you can't say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> it feels so wrong. Hey Tay, oh buddy, 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 take it up with Japan, not me. <laughs> There's got to be a better way to address the concept. <laughs> oh, slave is in English in the title, though, so I guess it's really hard yeah. to talk around it. Uh, and what happens when when uh, when he transforms into a super slave? Uh, well, after he wins the fight, she is magically compelled to. Um, well, uh, let's leave that part to the readers you can't even you're too ashamed to even <laughs> to even bring it up okay yeah well they've got they do some heavy hand holding uh yeah there's uh, <laughs> some skinship yeah <laughs> let's just say this that one is not so much a rom-com as it is uh hey hey buddy smut it's smut I know porn when I see it. <laughs> it's it's smut. Well, you actually, you know what? The thing is, it's not really porn because, like, if you went into it expecting porn, you'd be really disappointed. <laughs> it It's like the softest core porn you could possibly imagine. Uh, it, it goes in, like, drives to the hoop, and then, like, misses the layup every single time. <laughs> that's, ki- that's the kind of porn it is. Okay, well... It's a boner comedy, know. but, like, it's heavy a, on the it's boner. It's a boner comedy. Yeah, it mo- more boner than comedy, really. <laughs> uh, okay, oh, God, can All we right, let's, move let's on, please? let's keep moving. Uh, this one, this next one, is another one where I read, like probably the most of i want to say like uh, 15 or 16 chapters which you know isn't saying much they're short chapters they're like you know six or seven pages long usually um maybe even less than that on on a on a bunch of them but the series uh-huh. is uh shachiku succubus no hanashi um oh yes <laughs> this one is really cute i like this one a lot yeah 
It, it's uh, almost the opposite of uh, Maho Seiji no Slave. So this one is about a uh, a succubus who is like bored and tired at her job of like going to uh, the human realm and depleting sleeping men of their of their dream energy or whatever, right? <laughs> their dream energy yeah, yes the, their vitality yes and and it is about a a regular dude who is like bored and tired at his job uh who uh is having his vitality uh siphoned by the succubus <laughs> and they just kind of like uh, hit it off and have a good time with each other yeah and like uh they start like like making time in their schedules to to like hang out and like do stuff with each other it's very cute it is very cute it uh, and if you know it, i'm sure it hits close to home for a lot of people of just like i wish i just had like a person to chill out with because yes so you know the uh the the setup is succubus succubi succubuses succubi you know they go and they find a a, a vulnerable dude and they make his wildest dreams come true in his dreams they can manipulate in dreams. his dreams and so not really come true it's he yeah. just makes his wildest dreams they, they can make him dream about whatever they want and in exchange uh you know they suck their energy and this dude just is like constantly wishing for like low-key chill stuff to do like she uh, she's trying to tempt him into into going to like a, a hot spring you know a classic anime sexy hot spring scenario and he like wants to take a bath in a barrel drum in the woods above a campfire yeah she's like why do you want to do this bro it's like well i saw it on a documentary once and it looked cool i thought it'd be really relaxing yeah i thought it sounded really relaxing and i never get to go to the to the forest yeah, so that the, the it's a it's a gag comedy, basically like the opposite of the one before, where the premise is implying that it's about to be sexy, and then it's not. Yes, uh, but but what it is instead of being sexy is like cute and harmless and just kind of homey. Well, I guess you know they do the they do the 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 porn scenario thing. It's like you know I'll do uh, I'll do anything you want. And he's like, do you want to go see a movie? <laughs> yeah, like that sounds that sounds kind of yes. cool. <laughs> like no one ever goes to see a movie with me. Yeah, and the whole idea is instead of like just getting off or whatever, and then she like fucks off. Their relationship gives him energy that he needs to like improve his horrible desk job life. Yeah. Spending time with her just doing nothing like allows him to escape the handcuffed to a desk life that he fucking hates. Well, okay, so uh, he starts one... improving himself uh and like she discovers that like she's really lonely and actually she just likes spending time with somebody it's like it's a very it is very cute and simple that way well the one that killed me is the the one where he asks if uh she'll take him in his dream you know, to the amusement park that he used to go to as a kid and she's like why do you want to go here uh this is this is boring like you can do anything in your dream and he's like, well, uh, you know, I've always wanted to come back here, but I always thought it would be weird to just, like, be a single guy. Like, you gotta have to be a kid or be with a kid to be here and not be creepy. Yeah, uh, and also he works every single day, and he works, like, from six to eight or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he has no energy to cook for himself. One of the things yes. he wishes for is a home-cooked meal. Yeah. 
that part is pretty depressing. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's just I mean, it's dystopic in that way that we are currently living in a in a dystopia. Yes. Yeah. That's cyberpunk, baby. Yeah. So it was strangely uh, melancholic for a uh, uh, first glance uh, titty comedy. <laughs> But it's very cute and fun, and it, like it, it's nice. It's just kind of nice. Yeah, no, absolutely. Do read. Uh, highly recommend on that one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, what have we got? Oh, uh, Hachio of False Memory Loss. This one was also cute. I might uh, go back to this. It's very short. You can burn through it very quickly. There's not a lot okay, of Okay, good to know. Um, uh, this one is about a, uh, what, a, a female gang leader like biker gang she's the delinquent yeah delinquent delinquent queen she's the delinquent queen <laughs> um and the, the the manga opens with her getting in some kind of vague accident and quote unquote losing her memory and so now uh she has like the the persona and an attitude of just a regular demure classic anime schoolgirl. Yeah, you know, shoujo character school schoolgirl, right? Yes, yeah, a stock shoujo anime girl. Yeah, but the twist is that a the boy that she has a crush on that she uh, is trying to get close to, uh, he likes the gang, the gangster persona. He's into delinquents, and b she's pretending to be an amnesiac because she thinks that he likes regular girls. Yes, classic. What a classic setup. So we we got a we got a, a comedy of errors. Classic comedy of errors. Classic comedy of errors. Classic Twelfth Night going on here. Yes, and this is a and no joke. This is like a pretty well established genre. Like the demure kid who falls in love with like the gangster chick, uh, which I like. I like all iterations of this. It's, very <laughs> it's like my funny. life for real, bro. <laughs> yeah, for real, for real. <laughs> the the nice thing about this one is uh, unlike a lot of comedy of errors, uh, it gets to the point very quickly uh it's short and sweet and that's the best thing about it because man if these go on too long it just gets so fucking annoying uh so short and sweet that's the way to do it uh i mean yeah uh you know i've always said it about british comedies and anime short and sweet get to the point short and sweet short and sweet get to the point what's uh, the next one uh yomega kore na monday or uh, what i'm assuming means my wife is an alien don't fact check me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah. My wife is an alien. Uh, classic four coma uh, gag comic. I really, really like this one. I haven't read all it's of great. it, but I got pretty good, pretty sizable chunk into it. It's, you know, four coma, uh, for those who don't know, is a four panel uh, format. Pops up a lot in these like comedy based ones. They're usually gag-based, and this is all about a dude who is married to an alien, and the struggles of being married to an alien while trying to hide that fact, and uh, uh, I, I like it a lot. It's got probably one of the coolest and most distinctive art styles that I've seen in a long time um, coming out of, out of uh, you know, published manga. <laughs> It has a good art style. It's it has a distinct visual identity. Uh, also, her alien form looks cool as hell. Yeah, I She's love that. She's got crazy tentacles. She looks sort of like a, a combination of like uh, a tall gray and uh, that weird baby thing from the first Men in Black movie. 
You no, that no, thing? you know what she looks like? She looks like the fish man from uh, Shape of Water, but she has, like, Medusa hair tentacles. Okay, so, yeah, that too, that too. <laughs> she looks cool as hell. Yeah, it's uh, great. And and they're very cute, and I what I like about that one is that they're not just, like, cute with each other. Sometimes he's, like, kind of a dick, like, but in a in a very real way where, like, Sometimes he's just like kind of a dick, but he feels bad about it, and they work it through like like a married couple, right? Yeah, no, it's they it's a very grounded it. and relatable take on uh, a totally unrelatable situation. You know, it's weirdly um, overly emotionally honest and realistically grounded for a newspaper comic about fucking an alien. <laughs> That's one way to put it. Although I take it I take back what I just said. I don't think that it's actually that unrelatable at all because at its core, it's essentially like a comic about being married to someone from a different culture than you yes well that's exactly it it is uh uh it, it, it that is the soup stock yeah um and, you know it's just taken to the comical uh premise of well what if instead of being from a different country they're from a different planet yes yes uh, and you know you it'd be fun to like really read really deeply into it like the way she has to wear her human skin when she leaves the house in because she feels pressured to conform to japanese society mm-hmm. you know yeah uh, and the way he has a lot of anxiety about her foreignness coming out when they're spending time with other people or, uh, like, or meeting her alien parents Yes, uh, yes, exactly. Like, there's a lot of really great stuff in that comic. I, I think it's really, really good. And it, it just has this weird depth to it that you don't find, A, in most rom-coms in general, and B, in a fucking newspaper comic. Uh, you know what I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say uh, about this manga? You got heart, kid. It's great. It's great. What's next? Uh, last one on the list you gave me was uh, Onizuka-chan and Sawaride-kun. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, Did not get super into this one. Uh, It had chops. I'm not going to lie. It had a premise I was, you know, almost on board with. But then it just ended up being fetish shit. Uh, Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I threw that one on kind of just a last second. Honestly, right now I would have swapped it out for Witch Watch. But whatever. You know, it it is what it is. Love that title. Witch Watch. Witch Watch. Yeah, yeah, it's about a guy who has to watch a witch. Oh, love that. I know. Straightforward. Uh, love that. Love Witch Watch. Love uh, Bubble Bobble. Bubble Bobble's great. Good titles. But what about Sawarida? <laughs> uh, this one takes place in a, a world where, uh, you know, your classic uh, array of monster girls exist. And you have what our our main two characters are Onizuka-chan, who's like, what she's an oni i'm assuming she's got little demon horns and uh sawaride who's like uh, a weird perv dude who uh, (laughs) has a fetish for touching things i was you know to be charitable (laughs) i I would say he has he has like a specific uh, he's suffering from an oversensitivity issue uh we could say like maybe he's a little bit autistic so he he has a hard time reading uh the room and he doesn't really understand like people's personal boundaries um that might be a charitable way to describe him yeah that's not how i would phrase it uh, i would call him <laughs> a weird little perv <laughs> yeah, okay yeah sure 
uh, you're you're putting uh, much too uh, charitable of a spin on that. I'm trying. I'm trying. Uh, but but his thing is that he's like obsessed with touching uh, many different types of textures, right? Yes. Uh, and and part of that is like mostly, I guess, expressed in the comic as him trying to touch various parts of these monster girls he wants to touch the monster girls yeah who can blame him really look when you see a weird lizard tail you want to get your hands around that thing uh and and the frustration of the titular onizuka chan uh about why he's like not interested in touching her horns anymore yeah well she's like her whole thing is that she gets very frustrated because uh she wants she wants to be possessive like he should only be touching me because she's into him why are you like touching all these other people you should only be touching me that's like that's basically that's it yeah no that's it so i kind of got that i got that one and done i don't need to keep going yeah i bounced pretty fast off that one uh i don't know if it ever takes any turns I have to assume at some point it does something different, but I really don't know. And uh, besides it looking like a pretty clean, like the art style is pretty clean. It looks it looks good. You know, the the art, the monster girls are, are drawn in kind of a fun, interesting way, but nothing uh, particularly super distinctive. Um, so, yeah, I and again, I, w- I would probably swap that out for Witch Watch at this point. Uh, uh, read that one instead. And that was it. That was the list you gave me. Wow. That brings us to our dramatic conclusion of Trash Rom-Com Hour. <laughs> you can stop bugging me about it. Well, you're going to have to... There's going to be another pile on your desk soon. <laughs> oh, it never ends. It never ends. Let's take a break for a little bit and uh, allow our, our incredibly beautiful and handsome uh, best friend listeners to quickly add those to their reading pile. Uh, I do want to say, hey, listener, good outfit today. You look good. You're looking great today. And also, you're reading really good manga. Uh, you're welcome. Yeah. Okay, let's take a break. As uh, July rapidly approaches and the the spring season uh, winds down, uh, I want to talk about like what's coming up uh, because there's some exciting stuff. You know what? Not I have to be honest. Not quite as exciting as the spring season. We had some like serious fucking heavy hitters this season, and I think uh, at the end of June, I want to talk about kind of like wrap up uh, what we had been watching and kind of talk about our our thoughts on those things. But uh, right now, I want to look forward and to July and uh, talk about what I'm really excited about. I mean, straight off the bat, I want to say that July 6th is Jujutsu Kaisen's second season. Hell and yeah, baby. the second season includes my favorite parts of Jujutsu Kaisen. I don't want to spoil it or anything, but I really think this is like series high 
is what happens in season two. So I'm I'm really looking forward to that stuff. We got more Gojo. We've got more Itadori. We've got some really wild new characters. We've got some intense fight scenes. I'm really looking forward to it. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, love that. Uh, love that movie. Came out. What was that? Last year? Or is that year, the year before? Came out the last couple of years. That was a good one. Last year. Last year. The, love yeah, that. Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. Zero. Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, which was basically uh, completely original content. They wrote a, a short comic to go along with it, but like uh, that was all just to introduce one character who won't even <laughs> appear in season two. But but don't worry <laughs> if they ever make it to a season three, uh, he will be there as well. Uh, Mappa has like a million shows. Yeah, uh, I know. Being Hitting juggled right now. Love those guys. They're just, they're just going. Well, they're going wild because they have so many shows going on right now. Not even uh, under their belt. I mean, like literally running concurrently, which is just really wild. I mean, yeah, they're they're probably wor- they're working those dudes to death for sure. Like uh, R.I.P. F's in the chat to uh, those poor, <laughs> those poor, poor, poor animators. I hope some of you survive. Now, of course, uh, I, I feel like we don't even need to say it, but obviously uh, summer season's going to have a big fucking another helping of ridiculous isekai shit. Uh, Jobless Reincarnation season two. Boo. Uh, yeah. Bleach, which technically is an isekai. We, can, we, can we finally admit it? Bleach is an isekai. Uh, uh, the Thousand Year War. Thousand Year War stuff is happening still, so... Uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be July as well. Don't really care. Uh, I've long since given up hope on Bleach. Plus a thousand years of Bleach. Uh, no thank you. Yeah, no thank you. You know what I say no, thank to, you. to people that like Bleach? I say go watch uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. That's everything you yeah. like about Bleach, but better. Or watch the Bleach live action movie. That'll cure you. Oh. <laughs> that'll that'll fix you. There's a third season of Rent a Girlfriend, just a truly uh, odious thing uh, that I hope I never actually read because I'm very scared that I would actually like it. Uh, oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh no! I, I'm gonna just put that in the cupboard and not think about it. Uh, they're doing a. I think this is a movie uh, or a new series uh, of Hori Mia shorts or something. Um, to cover the uh, the manga stuff that they didn't do in the show, I like Horimiya. I think I've talked about it a little bit. It's uh, it uh, once it's kind of jumped its first hurdle, uh, rom com hurdle. It kind of gets a little repetitive, but I still like the concept. Horimiya is very cute. Definitely a good entry into anybody's uh, rom com stable, and I think uh, the animation's pretty good too. So that's being done by Clover as well, which is like I haven't heard that name in a while. Yeah, they don't they don't miss. They're doing a season of The Girl I Like Forgot Her Glasses, which honestly almost made it onto that trash rom-com list because it <laughs> is trash rom-com. Oh, is it? Uh, uh, the entire concept of The Girl I Like Forgot Her Glasses is contained within the title. Nothing else happens. She she forgets her glasses. The the girl uh that he likes uh forgets her glasses before school. And every day. Every day? Pretty much every single day. What? Yeah. How can it happen every day unless you're like doing it on purpose? Well, you got to read to find out, right? <laughs> oh no! I'm already uh, five chapters in since you said she that. Just, she's just a fuck up. I mean, that's. <laughs> no, I don't want to <laughs> okay, put sucks. that on her, but she just she fucks up a lot. Okay. What else we got? Devil is a part timer season two. 
Yeah, no, I've said the thing about Devil as a Part-Timer being that, like, initially I do find it kind of interesting. Um, I, I like the concept uh, because the, the... I don't. It's a ref- I mean, I'll, it's I'll a refer- say it, I don't. I, I, I liked it at the beginning because it is a reverse isekai, which I said before I, I prefer to the straight isekai. Um, and it's about a, a demon king and uh, an epic hero who are dragged into our world and stripped of basically all their power. So they have to live uh, horrible, horrible, normal, modern life lives. And he gets a job at McDonald's. And I find that juxtaposition to be I find that juxtaposition to be quite humorous. Uh, <laughs> uh, OK, Frazier. Yeah. The problem being that every th- possible scenario that could be entertaining or interesting about that concept happens within like the first 12 episodes and then there's nowhere else to go. Uh, do you need more than 12? Like, where is uh, where- No, you don't. So I don't know why there's a season two. In fact, uh, season one goes on f- like past 12 episodes. So I don't know why. I don't know why that happened. Uh, watch like the first, I don't know, six episodes of Devil is a Part-Timer and then call it quits. Uh, you'll be happier that way. Uh, moving on here, I see that we're finally getting a anime adaptation of the Jim Carrey classic, Liar Liar. Oh, very excited for that. I'm so excited. You know, they call him the man with the rubber face. And is there anyone more suited to being animated with uh, lots of smear frames, right? Oh, wait. No, hold on. Hold on. I got to scratch that. This is not an anime adaptation of Liar Liar. This is, uh, uh, this is a softcore porno. Oh, whoops. I got egg on my face. Sorry, Jim. Wow. Wow. So uh, I'm probably going to give it a shot. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, look, look, uh, death games are my thing. I really don't know how to make that any clearer to you. (laughs) It's a gambling death game. So obviously it's not, you know, as much my thing, but whatever, you know, it's basically Kakiguri, but the main dude is a dude instead of a chick so that's a little more boring but you know whatever there's something called reign of the seven spell blades which man what a bad title yeah i'm already out no interest move on yeah uh, work on the titles it's like video game i keep saying video games have terrible terrible titles yes Yes. Uh, and at least anime usually has really bad titles but usually we can attribute that to like bad translations well, that and, you know, uh, in Japanese, the use of a first-person style title, like we've made it fun of several times, like with those light novel series, uh, it just sounds better in Japanese from everything that I can I can gather. Uh, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. So, you know what else is coming out in July? The Rurouni Kenshin reboot. What's yeah, up? Well, no, yeah. I'm this, this is a... Oh, yeah, reboot. Okay. Yeah, I'm into that. Looks like they're trying to mostly retain the uh, anime style from the 90s. Trying to shake off that pedophile stink. Uh, Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, oh, no. Oh, boy. Did that happen with the the manga author? Man, how many times? Is this going to happen every time we talk about Rurouni Kenshin? Yeah, that dude's a fucking pedophile. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I just I, I liked that so much when I was a kid. I repress that every time you bring it. I up. know, I know. Uh, it's, you're not the only one. Uh, what else we got? <laughs> what else we got? What's what? What can we look forward to? I mean, there's some real real trash looking stuff. Uh, you know, there's the my senpai from work is tiny and cute. We you pretty much get everything you need out of the title there. I'm sold. Uh, there, I'm gonna read the manga a, right now. 
There's the isopai about the guy who's reborn in the fantasy world as a vending machine. Uh, don't really need to tell me anything else about that. I think I get the idea. Uh, there's the isekai where the man's unique skills makes him OP, even at level one. Wait, hold on. Even level one? He starts off at level one, but he's already OP. I don't understand how that could even What happen. could this unique skill be? I mean, <laughs> what is this unique skill? It makes him OP at level one. It looks like he maxes out his stats at level one. Uh, because oh, that's of- OP. Yeah, it is pretty OP to have max stats <laughs> at level one. I have to say, they're not wrong about that. I never said I never said anything about Isekai's being technically incorrect. They are technically correct. Uh, <laughs> we've got some more villainous shit. Uh, I don't even. I can't even read the full title of this villainous thing because it's too long. I'm just so uh, unenthused by the whole concept of the genre. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm not the demographic. It's Isekai for. It's shoujo isekai. Uh, okay. You know. All right. It's that's what it is. Uh, you know how fan fiction is obsessed with like uh, villains to lovers, enemies to lovers thing. Sure. It's sure. Sort of a, an entire genre built around that idea. Uh, I don't know about that, man. There's a show called Dark Gathering coming out, which I've watched a trailer for, and I think that looks pretty fucking cool. Uh, I don't know really anything else about it except for a minute of the, its animation. Um, which is enough to sell me, so I don't know. We'll see. That's the studio who did, uh, uh, believe it or not, uh, did the 80s run of Berserk. <laughs> no um, way. Yeah, a, recently a, did Summertime oh. Rendering and Nagatoro-san. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, did Komi-san, uh, Komi Can't Communicate, along with a bunch of other stuff. Now, this is one that's really exciting to me. The Helk anime. Helk is finally getting an anime. I am so fucking excited. Helk is intense, man. I love Helk. Helk is... A, de- a demon tournament for King of Hell, right? Yes. Helk starts off as a very simplistic uh, gag comic and then grows to basically like Lord of the Rings level fantastical uh, complexity uh, and emotional intrigue. It is one of the most insane developments in any narrative ever. It's so fucking insane. I love it. I love it. I love it so much. Reading that thing from chapter to chapter is one of the weirdest experiences you can have in manga. I I very much uh, recommend it. It's awesome. Now, uh, I don't know uh, if what exactly you're excited for, but uh, I'm looking at this list here, and I've heard nothing about this, but I am infinitely intrigued by the masterful cat is depressed again today. <laughs> this looks I really great. S- you skipped over Undead Girl Murder Farce? We can go back. We can go back. I want to talk about this. Okay. Uh, this thumbnail has a giant cat in, in a kitchen apron. And I'm intrigued. You love that shit. This is the studio that did uh, three different versions of K. Uh, I don't know if you ever watched that, but uh, it's kind of uh, kind of ridiculous trash. But it looked good. Looked good. So I bet the animation's going to be pretty nice. Uh, this is the same studio that did uh, the girl I forgot the the girl I like forgot her glasses. Yeah. So they're they're premiering two shows at the same time. Copelion's pretty well known too. So. That's interesting. I guess this one is maybe not super a- a- animation intensive. It is based on a webcomic. 
Yeah. Uh, it looks very cute. I'm sure it's cute. Uh, a working girl. Oh, no, I shouldn't say yeah, that. Yeah, not that a working girl. <laughs> not uh, a working a girl. Sorry, who works. excuse me. Uh, a wo- a grown ass woman who has a desk job. <laughs> not a working <laughs> girl, excuse me. Slip of the tongue. Uh, <laughs> uh, she adopts a cat that turns out to be a magical cat that, like, does her chores for her, I guess? Uh, yeah, no, I'm in. Uh, that sounds great. Yeah. Sure. Why it's, not? it's like, uh,. It's like uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog, but for uh, haggard 20-somethings. Haggard millennial 20-somethings. Wait, did Clifford, like, do house chores? Uh, well, he did, like, giant dog shit. <laughs> he did giant dog shit. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that was my joke. That was my joke about oh, his giant God. dog. Please, God, no. Please stop. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's probably cute. Undead Girl Murder Farce is one that I'm I'm a little curious about because I did read the first chapter of Undead Girl Murder Farce. First few chapters. The first uh, murder case. And while I found its attempt at, like, murder mystery stuff, like, pretty bad, mm-hmm. I don't think the person writing it, like, really knows what a, like, murder mystery story is supposed to be. Well, you know, the trick is that you, is that you start at the end and then you... You work backwards to establish the mystery. Oh yeah, is that how they do it on Columbo? <laughs> That's uh. Columbo starts at the end and then puts the end at the beginning, right? Isn't that the whole Columbo thing? Uh, I don't know. I've never watched the. I've never watched that anime. Wow. Well, on Dead Girl Murder Farce is basically Columbo, but Columbo is decapitated and his his immortal head is kept in a birdcage for some reason, and carried around by like a weird little uh, uh, duo. Uh, consisting of a magical boy and a magical maid. Mm, Dope. Um, Yeah, and then Columbo, uh, Immortal Columbo, solves, like, fantasy mysteries. Uh, That's less uh, interesting. Yeah, I I don't know. It might be good, it might be bad, but the art is incredible in the manga. I mean, truly, truly beautiful stuff. Uh, Shame about the story writing. I don't know if there's really that much more interesting stuff. I'm looking down the list. Uh, Although that one about the dairy farm, that looks pretty cool. The dairy farm, that really caught your eye. Yeah. Oh, hey, uh, I thought I recognized that. That's uh, um, Hiromu Arakawa, the uh, Full Metal Alchemist author. Oh, there you go. I'm sure it'll be just as good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's just, you know, her her little uh, self-insert character that she did in all the bumper pages uh, in those those books. Uh, She always drew herself as a little little cow character like that. Because she worked on a dairy farm. Mm, Dope. That's cool. Yeah. I still, the series that she's doing right now um, is still really good. Still reading it. Still really like it. Uh, Maybe her weird dairy farm thing is going to be cool. I don't know. I don't know shit about dairy farms, so maybe that'll be interesting. Besides that, I don't know. Sin Duality, colon, noir. It's got a cool thumbnail, but I don't really know anything about that. Idol Master, fuck off. Level 1, Demon Lord, and One Room Hero, fuck off. Bang Dream, it's my go. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Uh, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. Yami Shibai, I don't know how there's 11 seasons of Yami Shibai, but uh, the thumbnail looks great. I'm definitely going to watch 10 seasons of that before July. Sure, why not? Don't care about Card Fight Vanguard. Don't care about Shadowverse. You know, just horrible Pokemon ripoffs left and right. 
and this last thing, Ikamono-san, I don't even... I have no idea. I have no idea what to make to that. Uh, that looks like it might be kind of cool. Uh, Asushiwata. Uh, I've heard that name before. Who knows? He, thrown around in not trash circles. Just gonna say. <laughs> okay, okay. We'll keep our eye on that. And uh, as far as announced stuff goes, that's that's pretty much it. I think that's that's not a bad haul, though. I'm I'm excited. No, that's not uh, that's not bad at all. What's coming out in? We're not, we're not, we don't have time to get into everything, but is Dungeon Meshi? Is that fall? Uh, I'm seeing trailers come up for that more frequently now yes that is that is not summer that yeah. is going to be later on spy family movie is in fall uh so that, i mean already super hyped about fall hell yeah uh that's going to be good shit but let's not get let's not get ahead of ourselves no no of course not be here all night uh, let's leave it at that with you, dear listener. Uh, keep your keep your eye on those things. There's some stuff to to check out in there. Yeah, watch some anime. Why don't you? I mean, we're watching all this anime. The least you could do is help us out by watching some of it for yeah, us. Jesus Christ. Way. Well, read the stuff that we just said. Read the stuff that we talked about. Watch the stuff that we said and talked about. Uh, that's basically our only call to action that we have. I don't think we've ever even asked for uh, a like and subscribe like all the other dudes. So come on, give, c- at least do this for us, right? Yeah, we don't even plug our own shit. The only reason we do this is so that you'll read and watch. Uh, this really is a service. Uh, not really. Uh, we're not trying to make millions, the the millions that other podcasters are making out there, right? Uh, we're we're doing this for you. Yeah, I mean, we didn't get into the podcast business like all the other guys to chase the fame and glory, <laughs> or the, you know, or all the money and women either. Like, it's not it's not really our concern. You know, Which there so are tons. Don't be you know, don't be fooled. There are tons out yeah. there. Yeah, we're not in the game for that stuff though. You know, leave it leave it to the younger men. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah well let's uh let's fuck off and yeah uh i guess watch more disney anime don't put don't put that don't put that out there i, I don't i'm, do I'm gonna i'm gonna start doing some gotcha poles in twisted wonderland uh so <laughs> peace out my beautiful handsome best friends and listeners we'll talk to you next time bye bye <laughs>